But I understand there's more friction with and the stubble. The stubble. The stubble from the hair. Sometimes. Stubble actually really hurts though. It does. If you do it for a while. <laughs> I was gonna say. That's another thing the government can use to torture. If they- <laughs> Hey guys, thanks for listening. Uh, Just a quick note to let you know that uh, on this episode, we have uh, comedian Rita Brent and the organization that she has chosen to have our Patreon funds go to is Black Lives Matter directly. Um, So if you sign up for our Patreon, your first month, uh, all of that will go towards uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, Yeah, enjoy. Cool. So now we're going. We are recording. We're having gay sex. I am in the apartment. Gara is in their apartment. And we have Rita Brent. Woo! In Jackson, Mississippi. Did I get that right? Yeah, Jackson, Madison, along that line. I'm in my mother's living room. Um, <laughs> the perfect place to discuss gay sex in, yes. a, in a southern home in your mother's living room. Yeah, uh, that's... That's her right there. So she's looking over me. So just speak. just for the listener, Rita just pointed at a, I think, a family portrait. Yeah. In yep. like a gilded gold frame. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, we're grateful. Rita is a great guest, uh, an amazing mm-hmm. comedian. I, I love her comedy, even though I've never seen her live. I, I've watched all these YouTube clips. I was going to have her on my show right before the pandemic happened, and then it happened, and so we never got to meet. But you've been on Heart of the City on Comedy Central. You've been on True mm-hmm. TV. Um, you just did your breakout at Caroline's, which is really fun, a really big deal uh, for those of you who don't know. So Rita Brent, I'm so excited to have you. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for having me. And a complete social media unified brand. You are at Rita Brent Comedy <laughs> on fucking everything. That's right. We love a brand. I we had do. so many different names at first. Like on uh, Twitter, my name used to be Chick with the Sticks. And then an old classmate jokingly <laughs> called me Chick with a Dick. And I changed it so fast. Yeah. I was Wait, like, no, nah, you're not going to tease me like that. What was Chick with the sticks is that like a drumming thing yeah, I, yeah okay. i'm a drummer too so oh really oh yeah, yeah. you have some music videos on youtube <laughs> right awesome. mm-hmm. yeah i did a song about my hometown uh, called can you rock me like a pothole so it's a satirical <laughs> song about the potholes here but i kind of made it sexual but not so sexual that the kids can't sing it they sing it too so oh yeah. well so something like 20 <laughs> 20% of our audience is under 17, which oh, is wow. the most horrifying statistic I've ever, like, I can't, because we have an episode dedicated to period sex on here. Like we have, there's a lot of stuff happening. We talked about ass eating <laughs> two episodes ago and there's just no reason that these kids yeah, should be hearing this. 17 year olds now are like, nothing phases them. Like my younger sister's 14 and like, I couldn't say anything that would like phase her, you know? They, they really know wow. everything. It's pretty they terrifying. They ass at 14? I don't know that they're eating ass at 14. Well, actually, let's let's have someone call in. Listener, if you're out there and you, you want to give me a call and tell me about that minor ass that you've been eating lately. Uh, that minor? 
ass or that like minor ass that you Let's differentiate. <laughs> if you had been eating a coal miner's ass and or <laughs> someone under 18's uh, ass. No, I'm kidding around. Um, but yeah, so this is this is we're having gay sex and I'm so excited to have you. I'm going to be honest. I I didn't really know what sex I wanted to talk about today because mm-hmm. um, it it has You're been a moment. So much. I'm I'm just there's so much sex happening in my life right now. Just all the sex. There's no sex. It's it's <laughs> I am I I've talked about this before, but I am so ragingly horny because of this whole thing. But Really? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm you like don't very, have any devices or any resources? <laughs> no, I do. I do I have the resources. I have an encyclopedia um of <laughs> <laughs> just uh sex things that i no i do i just um i don't know i i think i just miss human contact a lot yeah mm-hmm. i agree i had a dream last night i think i came in real life from my sex dream is that a thing that can happen it happened happen? yes. it happened to me once yes. that's insane that what you happens know, to like, boys sleep paralysis yeah uh-huh that it was pretty nuts. Uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend uh, doing I don't know how you make yourself do that, like an inception sort of thing, but... <laughs> pretty. The first thing you need to do is hire hire Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, to um, go inside your to dream. To go inside your brain. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was your dream? I've had that dream, and I, I've tried to induce it many times thereafter, and I really? never was able to. Yeah. What so. was your, I'm curious, well, I don't want to make you go first. I try to um, go first so that everyone feels comfortable. But if you're willing to share right <laughs> off the bat, what was the dream? You first. Okay, Gara. I'll go first. Oh, Gara. Yeah, you go first, Gara. Well, that's not my sex story. I just remembered that this happened last night. But I did like, I don't I know. I want to know I what was, your dream was about. I was though. in like a haunted house on like a game show. And oh then my God. This, this girl that I know, uh... Uh, was fucking me and it was awesome <laughs> in the haunted house yeah yeah was it like spooky was she a, like a skeleton or no she looked like herself uh just i have a lot of sex dreams about instagram crushes i have like not a lot of real life people that i know but a lot of right. people that i know on instagram who is um, she she's my old boss's daughter Oh, this is just a rent. This is not an influencer. This is just a person. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I like all of my Instagram crushes to be very reachable for me. <laughs> <laughs> Under 10,000 followers, always. Yes, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's very obtainable for me. <laughs> <laughs> my, um, mine happened at camp. My my one time that I cummed came cummed. What the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> oh my god! It is one of those days. I like hate myself today. I'm just gonna be honest. I That's I feel like past, I need past this. tense. It's fine. Um, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, I appreciate that. Um, it's nice to have someone who's like, because uh, I can already tell uh, you're very like, you're like accommodating. You're like, it's going to be okay. Gara yeah. will roast the yeah. shit out of me. Oh, I didn't, even, I didn't even say Gara is the youth in the sound booth. Oh, yeah. We so didn't we didn't do anything. I am didn't way do- off my game today. Yeah. Okay. Backing up, Gara is uh, my um, woke counterpart because I'm old and yeah. I- I'm just a regular cis gay white woman, right? Like, yeah, what like do I Batman. know? I'm gay. What? Because you're Batman and I'm Robin. Oh, okay. Oh. Is Robin the woker of the two? 
no, Robin's just really young. Okay. <laughs> this was a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, this deserved more. <laughs> I Well, I understand that perspective. But uh, yeah, so Gara keeps me from getting canceled is the idea um, because I'm kind of an idiot. Um, yes, and, and I'm white and pan and go by they, them. And Rita, if you don't mind doing your identifiers, that'd be so cool. Okay, I need help. I'm not gonna lie. I I am not. You're good. I I just came out of the closet in September, so hey, I'm not. Yes. Congratulations! Oh so you're God. a new That's you're so a great. new gay in a way. Yes, in a way. So those who knew knew, but now the whole state of Mississippi knows. Uh, and they were like, "You're our first one." Yes. Yeah. So I need help with the with the the, the language and the vocabulary. So I am engaged to a woman cool and i do not like men even though i was married to one i have wow. always preferred women so oh my god what am i help me out i think you sound gay to me <laughs> i so think not lesbian so some no lesbian too okay. honestly honestly you can say what here's the thing here's the secret that people don't know i'm gonna you shoot can... this down real fast <laughs> I'm just already waiting like, uh-huh. <laughs> you can say whatever the fuck you want and no one can really call you on it. That's right. If you believe it in your heart. Yeah, that's, right. that's true. Okay, Great. I'm with it. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm Spider-Man and <laughs> I'm going to fuck my refrigerator. <laughs> just so you don't get them wrong, what are your pronouns? She. Cool. Awesome. Yeah, she, her. Mm -hmm. cool. You did it. That, so that's that. But um, you're done. You aced it. A plus. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I but also. Any of the, the cis thingies. You uh, are. I mean, okay. I'm assuming you are. You identify as a woman and mm -hmm. that's how what you were assigned at at birth. Yes. So then you're I love a. Are you like you are? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you haven't said. I mean, I mean. R Rita's like it was a trap. You're wrong. <laughs> you uh, failed. <laughs> um. Yeah. If you were Gara, I I think this. I think I'm right about this. But if you were still identifying as the gender that you were assigned at birth, then you are a cis whatever gender person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here's Got an it. idea, Gara. Wait, thought experiment yeah. for the youth in the booth. A kid is yeah. born to woke-ass parents. These parents are uh -huh. like, I'm going to raise my kid non-binary. And then sure. when that kid turns 13, let's say, that kid's like, no, I'm a girl. Like, I identify as a girl. I happen to have a vagina. I am a woman. Is that a cis woman now or is that a trans cis woman? It's a cis woman, Ashley. I understand. Yeah. I understand your way of being like, I'm going to do a quirky little riddle for you. And I'm like, no. That was pretty easy. <laughs> okay, I'm going to come up with a harder one for next time. Okay, but here's yeah, my sex but just dream. Just so you know, it's because you decide your gender and you decide if you're not binary. So even if your parents are like, you're non binary, it's still like not. Now, now you've led me down a hole. Yeah, so, yeah. And I don't it like was, it. It was quirky. After That's what all. I'm saying. Because, Gara, aren't you gonna? Ra are you gonna raise your kids non-binary, Gara? No, but my kids are not gonna call me mom. That I know this is not. I, I my kids will call me Gara by my first name, like we're really. Pals. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> what is the I call non my grandmother by her first name? So that's not oh, really. Mm -hmm. What's your What's grandmother's your name? Yeah. name? Her, her name is Luella. 
I love See, that. See, that's a great name yeah. for a grandma, though. It I is. was really hoping it was going to be something like, uh, I'm trying to think of the least grandmothery name on the planet. My Help me out here. My grandmother's name is Mickey. Mickey? Oh. Like the mouse? They slipped me a Mickey. <laughs> Slip me a Mickey, grandma. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, oh my God, I'm having fun. It's like so nice to have fun. Uh, anyway, yeah, and congratulations on coming out and uh, being engaged. I'm curious what the order of that was. Oh, well, of course. The coming out of the closet came first. Um, and then we just got engaged in January. So the coming wow. out of the closet came September 2019. I was live on stage at my farewell comedy show. And I was just like, let's do it. Um, farewell and, from uh, Mississippi because you just moved yeah. to New York. Not You're not retiring yes. from comedy. Uh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'll give it about five more years. But I do want to retire early. That's do another story. I have a deadline where if I'm not famous by X date, uh, mm-hmm. I I was gonna quit. I passed my deadline. I am not famous, but I'm I'm doing I'm doing okay. Let me get back into gay sex. I will very briefly tell you that my first sleep orgasm. I was at camp. I was in a bunk bed, and I think in I was in real dr- life, not in your dream. In real life. In real life. Got it. Got it. So I'm surrounded by people. And I, I think I was dreaming about the girl that I was dating at the time in secret in high school. And I don't remember exactly what the dream was, but I remember waking up and being like, I think this was my first orgasm. I think this was the first orgasm I ever had. I woke up and I was like, holy shit. You know, like that was the, be- that was the best thing ever. How do I do that again? And then I didn't do that again for like five years. Yeah. Yeah. So that was Rhea, mine. Has that happened to you? Uh, yeah, I've had a couple. Um, really? Well, I've had a couple and I was like almost there. And then I woke up and I was pissed. And I tried to go to sleep and resume <laughs> the dream. Right. And the feeling. And it just doesn't happen. Now, my right. question to you guys is if you have sex with someone in a dream that is not your real life partner, is that cheating? Should you wake up and tell them like, hey, I no, dreamed you I have- slept cheated on you? don't ever tell them don't ever tell them don't ever tell them it's not cheating and don't ever tell them but is it unless you guys have this desire to do it to whomever is in the dream no i don't think that because i have had so many sex dreams about men and i pleasurable ones and i hate Mm -hmm. that i'm saying that i i it disgusts me i have I am so heterophobic, like within myself, like anytime any kind of straight thought comes into my brain, I'm like, get the fuck out of there. Like, like no hetero, no hetero. So I hate those dreams. And I don't think that it makes me straight. Mm -hmm. I agree. Now, when I dream about having sex with men in my dream, it's more like a fantasy thing because it's something I would never do in real life. Yeah. Right. So I'm fulfilling that one time when you were married. Yeah. Except those. 50 times that I did it to him but other than that it's just a fantasy I'm fulfilling in a dream I have usually we just talk about sex but I didn't know your like life history so now Mm -hmm. I just have like so many questions for you so I think we have to I think we have to do that first so and I don't want to ask you your age but like were you fooling around with girls before you married this guy did you think you were straight like what was the timeline of your figuring out your sexuality okay so the first time I felt an attraction to a woman I was in the eighth grade well she was a girl she was not a woman it was in the eighth grade I was playing ball uh with her on an AAU basketball 
basketball team. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I liked her, you know. And up to that point in the eighth grade, I had just been kissing little boys, but not really feeling anything. It was just like, oh, I'm right. doing this because it's what everybody else is doing. Right. But the first time I actually felt feelings and chemistry was in the eighth grade. Right. And by the 10th ten- grade, I told my mom, hey, I like girls. Wow. And she was like, and my mom is a, is a, she's a Christian. She's a pianist and singer in the church. So that was a big thing to tell her that. But I felt so confident about what I felt I said I need to tell her so that was in the 10th grade I didn't meet my that's first so husband. yeah yeah I didn't meet my husband until my my ex-husband until I was 22-ish 23-ish we we met in the army and you have to keep in mind I was raised in the south we're extremely biblical it's the bible belt and mm-hmm. I've always been taught that to be with a man be with a woman is an abomination it's a sin so the way I was navigating life was I have to find a man to marry so I won't go to hell. So when I met this man that I was attracted to, I was like, okay, well, he's here to save me. He's my okay, savior. Okay, so you, Got so it. do you think that you were actually attracted to this guy? Like he was in, you know, all of us are on a scale, which I hate to admit, but maybe there is a man out there that I might <laughs> one day I love how in this podcast you've slowly found out that you could possibly be attracted to a man and it freaks you the fuck out. It freaks me out so much. I hate it. Um, Which is so. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so you were. Yeah, he's fine. Like, he's attractive. I mean, I can acknowledge somebody's beauty. Were there fluids involved? Yeah. You had fluids. Yeah, for him. If I understand the question. We were married, so yeah. <laughs> also, Ashley can't talk about straight sex at all. She doesn't, she can't, it doesn't compute with her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I'm saying yes, is. To answer your question. You, you had a biological reaction to his, uh, to, to him. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I did. Cool, cool. I but won't it was make also you talk rooted it. in. No, it's fine. It was also rooted in. Okay, here's a guy that I'm actually attracted to. All right, let's get married. And he was the first guy I had sex with as well. So I ended up marrying the first guy I ever had sex. Like, that's how serious I was about only fooling around with one guy my entire life. You right, know, I didn't lose right. my virginity till 24. Right. And uh, we ended up getting married. So, so you're yes. very devoted to your faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I have questions. Sure. And I don't agree with everything, period. I do, I do not agree or subscribe to everything. But the fact that you were making this kind of an effort, knowing that you were gay, just says to me how important your faith is mm-hmm. to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And of course, I scaled back a little bit because I ended up being unfaithful with him, with a woman. Because so, well, you're gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. And I mean, I, I had been honest with him. I told him, I said, hey, when we first started dating, I said, hey, I had experiences with women before. I just failed and he to was like, tell dope, him. Man. <laughs> I just didn't tell him the experiences have been for my whole life, you know, like he was the experiment. He just didn't know it. Right. right. In a way, maybe you were hoping he wasn't the exception to the rule and mm-hmm. actually that those girls were the exception. Yeah. Are you guys still friends? Do you still know each other? We're cordial. I mean, he was hurt. He was very hurt. Yeah. Um, 
And I was hurt too, because I didn't think I had the capability to cheat. I was one of the ones who was really judgmental. Like, how could you cheat on someone you love? Yeah. And, uh, and then it happened and I was like, oh, this is how, because I was living a lie, you know? So it's deeper Mm -hmm. sometimes than just the physical act. That is such an extreme situation that to me, like, yes, based on every rule, you were unfaithful. But like, in the context of your inner struggle, you have to like, I I hope you don't have that much guilt uh, Mm -hmm. still, because I know for me, like, I carry around guilt for like a lifetime. I hope that there's some forgiveness there because yeah, I carried it around for like four years. I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, this it was it was meant to be because I freed him. He now is remarried. Exactly. Yes. He freed me. Oh, that's me. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're cordial. We're, I wouldn't say that we're friends, but we're we're cordial. Like I just texted him mm-hmm. yesterday and said, "Hey, I need a copy of our divorce decree," and he responded. <laughs> so. That's good. That's good. I'm really glad that we moved from wet dreams into this very deep uh, philosophical conversation about the definition of cheating and self-forgiveness. Um, and I loved it. I'm, okay. So, but I'm, I'm like very glad that you're out and, and happy. And um, honestly, I think there are a lot of people, we had a, a woman wrote into the show. I don't know if I told you this, Gara. A woman wrote into the show that she'd been married for 20 years, has two kids, and, and she started listening to our podcast because one of her kids came out to her. And then she mm-hmm. started listening to the podcast, and she realized that she needed to come out, that she was gay. So Whoa. that wow. that was pretty Whoa. powerful. Um, is. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, I hope she's doing okay. Uh, mm-hmm. It sounds like a lot. But I didn't have gay sex this week. The girl that I'm seeing is coming tomorrow. Her uh, state is has- she? Yes, yes. Well, yes. If you didn't, if you didn't see Rita uh, winked at the exact comedic moment that that was required, right? Uh, and the exact moment that you got the joke. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, um, which which is helpful for someone as as stupid as I am. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about um, um uh, about uh about scissoring. Because one of the sexual story, there's a long, that was a very long, poignant pause. Well, you put so much weight underneath it. There was so much lead up to that one word. Um, That's what you were talking about, world peace. I want to talk about (laughs) this thing. But honestly, don't you think, don't you think that that could be helpful Okay, if okay, here's why I'm gonna here's why we'll get back to world peace. I'm gonna bring it back around to world peace. But okay. I want so when I was I think everyone when they talk about lesbian sex, like scissoring is like the thing that the one thing that men, like straight men, like are always like, What you know, like what is you know, you guys you know. Um but like Here's the and and lesbians I find in the lesbian sort of um we uh talk so much about how scissoring doesn't exist but but and some people call it tripping and I I guess tripping is the technical term but I didn't know that term until a few days ago when I saw it in some porn but I wanted to I used to um I never understood what I was doing because this girl that I dated in college um we would do like a lot of like um like kind of minor league hump play is how I would describe it. Like sure. a lot of like my pubic bone sure. mound 
jean on jean, jean. some denim on denim some denim on denim and then like <laughs> yeah, graduating you know when you're like wearing denim and <laughs> she's wearing denim <laughs> but friction and yeah exactly a lot of friction shit and then we sort of graduated to that being like just underwear situation and i think we were both and just to describe this to the straight listener who's like very confused this is like i think the same way that straight people um grind where like i was between her legs pushing my this is so i hate myself right now i love it keep going pushing my (laughs) mound like on her clit basically and um doing a lot of that until finally i like made her come that way which was and then that became like a regular part of what we did and I was like, am I scissoring right now? Like, like that thought like went through my brain. And I think, and you guys disagree or agree. I think that type of hump play or whatever is what scissoring actually is. And what you see in porn where two straight women interlock legs and kind of mash their vaginas against each other. That is the, that is the appropriation of scissoring. Sure. But I think that this was invented by men. Yeah, definitely. I think this, the definition of scissoring um, scissor gesture, which I think should be, be defined as a slur. I, I hate the scissor gesture. I, (laughs) I hate the scissor gesture. Right. But like, that's what men Sorry, like Literally, cis men think it I cannot is. tell you how many times I performed and started talking about lesbian sex and said people don't know what lesbian sex is. And like a dozen men from across the fucking room will hold up <laughs> their the hands thing. and do the scissor gesture. Have you ever, has yeah. that ever happened to you, Rita? No, I, I haven't started <laughs> talking about it in my sit just yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But Ashley, I think what you just described, which I'm really mad that I envisioned and visualized everything that you were saying. Uh, <laughs> you're talking about your mound. I'm visualizing your mound. I don't know if it's why are you okay? Listen, why are you so upset about it? You don't have to be rude. Okay, you can take a neutral. Just, you can take a neutral yeah. approach to my mound. All right. <laughs> okay. So what it sounds like to me, you're describing just some old school hunching. I don't think it was scissor at all. I think you were doing some old school ass hunching. hunching? <laughs> That's what you were doing. Hunching. I don't know that term. Hunch, Garrett. You yeah, know hunching. Y'all. Okay, this must be a black thing. Okay. So imagine dancing. All right. Okay. Imagine dancing and sure. Amanda's it's hunching is another word for grinding. Okay. 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 Basically. Got it. Okay. So the black version of grinding, I guess, is hunching. That's what you were doing, Ashley. <laughs> you were hunching. You were playing high yes. and go get it. Um uh-huh. I'm sorry. Okay. I love how so you me, just asked two white people imagine dancing, and both Ashley and I went, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> dancing on the beat! <laughs> imagine dancing! Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and grinding on the beat. That's does hunching <laughs> have to happen on the beach, or can it also happen at a school gym? It both, but it should have a rhythm to it. Okay, well then yeah, I have no, to disqualify not myself. Beach. <laughs> not beach, beat." What? Beach. Oh, I thought she said beach. No, on and the I beach. was like, I need on to, I need to Google some shit because I have no idea what she's okay, referencing. So you're hunching on the beach. <laughs> on the oh, beach. Oh, on my the beach. Oh my. We are on a In Zoom tempo. call right now. Okay, yeah. the quality is not great. 
Oh my god. Excuse me. I'm I'm really just sorry um that A I'm you sure. had to imagine my mound and B now you had to imagine my mound on a beach. Um I'm but sure. uh I'm but sure. anyway, yeah, so we were um grinding, hunching, possibly scissoring, maybe not. But then so then we like graduated because I could make her come like that. She could come that way. I was like, I would be on top, like what would look like traditional missionary style for uh, straight people. And I sure. would um, hunch her into the oblivion that is orgasm. And I'm very proud of myself for being able to do that. And that became like one of my favorite things. I like doing that. I think it's really fun. Um, good old. You whole sound like a narc when you talk <laughs> about having gay sex. You're like, I've had sex before. I've had it many times. <laughs> Believe me, please. <laughs> anyway, um, but then we graduated, and we I had this couch, and we called it the magic couch because something about this couch, the angle of it, she could she could get on top of me like cowgirl style and angle it her hips somehow i don't know it was great but uh such that she could come and i could come that way with like her legs around me and that is where scissoring came from and i think it might come from hunching and i think it also might come from when you're sort of like making out and your like thighs interlock and then you get some good like thigh rubbing. The thing that people don't understand is that when straight women have sex with their boyfriends, they are also hunching. They are also scissoring. Like their clits are on his pubic bone. And that's how they're- I would call that tribbing. That's tribbing. I, I would say that that's tribbing. Okay. okay. When I'm like on my boyfriend's dick and then like rubbing it. <laughs> I with like your I've hands. Never had sex well, we're dissecting. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, we no one ever talks this way about clit stuff. I think we've all just always called it clit stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even. That some people don't even get that podcast name. <laughs> clit stuff. stuff podcast. It Take clit it, please stuff. start it. Um, I'd love to be a guest. But wait, so I'm not you, familiar with tribbing. That's sometimes yeah. what it's called on in porn. Right. But I feel okay. like when I look up a tribbing video on Pornhub of like two women like tribbing, that's going to be more like someone like tribbing from behind. Like when you're like what? Uh, fucking a girl from behind. Like when two girls are fucking mm -hmm. and then she's tribbing like she's like having no, you gotta, doggy you style gotta sex. Break that okay. down for me because I don't understand. <laughs> Let me break this down for you. You can trim in just about any position. Oh yeah, you want absolutely. Right. Sometimes my girlfriend. And so like from behind tribbing is like when you're just like oh doggy style like rubbing hunching your, your clit. I don't know why this you're, is so you're hunching your clit on her butt. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. I love that. That is like one of my favorite things in the entire world. I cannot tell you how much I love hunching a butt. It is just. <laughs> It is a gift from God. I also love how this is the first time you've heard this term and you've already used it like you've just interwoven it into your vocabulary. The best way to learn a word is to start using it. That's Immediately right. before it leaves your brain. You need to put this go. in your Instagram bio. You're I can't tell you. I'm a tribber and a huncher. Yes. The other day I was reading my book. I have a Kindle and I clicked on the word sardonic because I'd seen sardonic so many fucking times and I kept clicking on it and not remembering what it meant. And I still don't quite remember, but hunching I will never, ever forget because I got to integrate <laughs> it into a conversation. 
damn right. I love lesbian nerds. <laughs> you do so much for that community, Ashley. <laughs> do, I don't want to admit that I am slowly becoming the queen of the lesbian nerd community, but that I think is my brand. It's true. Um, so that's called, so wait, how do you, if Jacob is fucking you from behind, you're not tripping. No, I don't do a lot of fucking from behind though, just because the thing I'm, the thing I'm yielding, the, the thing I'm working with is, oh, it, it's a, uh, it's a, it's a so big Gara, deal. So Gara is pansexual <laughs> and has a boyfriend with, um, a massive, massive dick. <laughs> Oh, that's yes. good to know. Yes, yes. Yeah. Has he molded it yet? Has he? It's what? <laughs> that's going to be our merch. That's going to be our merch. We're going to get Jacob to make a mold of his dick, and then we're going to sell those dildos on we'rehavinggaysex.com. Oh Goddamn right. Women, fans of this podcast are going to buy it and then wear it in their strap-ons. That's what we're going to do with Jacob's dick. <laughs> there you go. I have gone into sex stores and he, he never is an, seen he one is an that ally for the it, dyke so. community, that man. <laughs> I mean, anytime he fucks me, it's like the most seen I feel as a trans person. So he's really doing the work. Uh, did you? So that's that's my story for this week. It's not much of a story as Love much it. as it was an exploration of what mm -hmm. this term means. But I just felt like we needed to get that out there. And oh, God, I hope that my girlfriend this weekend trips me with her butts. How do you what <laughs> are both people tripping? Like, how do you use the verb? Am I, I being think, tribbed or am I tribbing? I think there's a dominant tribber, right, Gary? The the tribber yeah. is the person yes. atop. You are the tribby. I'm yes. I'm being tribbed. So if I'm yeah. lying down and she her butt yeah. is on me, I'm being tribbed by her. You're on her butt. Her butt's on me. You're on her butt. So you're so you're usually lying down is what with you, but, what with you're butt saying. stuff, with butt tribbing, with butt hunching. <laughs> Usually I'm lying down on my back and she's on her back on top of me. Oh. Yeah, so you're getting tribbed on. Okay, I see. I would say. Yeah. yeah. Earlier we talked about doggy style tripping, which would mean I have never doggy style right. tripped, but the, honestly, this that. is at the top of my list now. Do should it. Be. Do it. I, I don't hear even about know it. how I would begin. <laughs> Just start hunching. <laughs> <laughs> and if your arms are long enough, you can retch around. Yes, of course, of course. That's I it. love that's, the reach around. That's this. The reach around is the move when you're when you're hunching, tripping, scissoring. Mm -hmm. I like hunching. I like that as the term because for me it has a humorous quality to it. Mm-hmm. And I like that because tripping and scissoring sound so strange and foreign, whereas hunching sounds like something I could say out loud at a diner and not a lot of people are gonna stare at me. Maybe not. Maybe they will. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on how loud you say it. Like if you're in Waffle House, they'd be like, "What the? F Who says something about us?" It'd be like a DJ scratch. <laughs> I guess also it depends what neighborhood I'm in, because I yeah. obviously had no fucking idea what it was. <laughs> right. Tripping it's sounds true. so formal to me. It sounds like uh, I don't know, like something the government would use to torture terrorists. I don't yeah. Know. Oh no, totally. Tripping, tripping is definitely the the thing they do after waterboarding. Yeah, they right. pull the tribber out and the they start uh, clicking the tribber and they're and the terrorist is like, oh holy sure, fuck, they're gonna sure. trip me now. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, this is a this is a non. Uh, we do not condone 
Yeah. Torture. Torture. Tribbing. Torture. <laughs> torture. That's it. Okay. Torture. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm definitely interested in figuring out all the different positions that I can trib, hunch, scissor in because I feel like I, I love, I think it's super fun. Do you like doing it with underwear on or with underwear off? Off, off baby. That's right. Because, <laughs> like, then you get everything. You get the sweat and the fluids and everything. It's great. And but I understand stubble. there's more friction the with... The stubble. The stubble from the hands. Stubble times. actually really hurts, though. It does. If you do it for a while. Say. That's another thing the government can use to torture. <laughs> <laughs> you get someone yeah. with that 5 o'clock shadow on their vahoon. Yeah, when it's, like, right, like right when it's <laughs> growing back, it's, like, that's deadly. That's yes. insane. It's like knives. Knives out. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're going for a while. You know what I mean? Like, it, it mm-hmm. really can... It's it a pleasure hurt. pain thing. You, know, you try to just <laughs> sure you know, just go through Ride with that it. Line. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, Rita, did you you and I was uh, less story driven this time and more topic driven. <clears throat> so you do not. It can be totally out of left field. But did you have gay sex this week? Yeah, I have it multiple times a week. I'm engaged. Um, That's, we do it. We do it. Do it. I wish the audience could see your face right now. I. It was so like serious but also proud you know what i yes. mean like yeah yes yeah which is very challenging to do because i'm, I'm in my mom's house yeah so. right right so you gotta yeah. be quiet mm-hmm. is noise yeah, i don't a- have a problem being quiet okay I'm i was typically gonna say kind of reserved but she okay. on the other hand is, is a lot more vocal okay and i damn Got near it. had to almost smother her recently because i had that's actually she's that's like, actually really hot you're smothering me. She was not impressed. She was like, you're smothering me. It's my bad. Do you like, do you like dirty talk? Yes. But here's the thing. So we just had this conversation. When you're dirty talking, if you have to repeat something, it kind of loses its effect. Right. You know? Right. You, she's like, go do this more. And she's like, what? Yeah, and then when you repeat something, you never say the same thing you said the first time. No, no, no. Right. You can't. It has to be organic because <laughs> yeah. then you're thinking about it. And because I'll, I'll say this. I, my girlfriend is is on the quiet side. She really likes dirty talk, but she does not dirty talk back. And so oh. it's very much a dirty monologue uh, when yeah. when we're it is rhetorical. And I've asked her. I've said, "Can you give me affirmatives? Can you give me some yes and some mm-hmm's and <laughs> you know answer the questions that I'm putting out there? You know what I mean? Like what is hunching? And then she'll say something like, "Well, actually, that's dancing." But um, uh, not as funny as I thought that was going to be. That was not the, the best uh, the best joke. But, do but I you, will say this: like being older you kind of have to make time for sex because you just get tired quicker. You know, if we work out really hard or if we take a long walk, we could have said that morning, hey, we're going to get busy later on. And then like the other night, we just went to sleep. And it was just an understanding. Like neither of us have the energy to do this. So No, it's yeah. true. It's true. Yeah. Um, but sometimes mutually going to sleep is the sexiest thing you can do <laughs> at that moment. Yes. Um, yeah. Any gay sex stories from either this week or life that you would like to share? Well, since we're talking about scissoring. Um, yes. Awesome. You know, like our anniversary was, we had our anniversary recently. We celebrated being together for a year. So, you know, we just like, we were wild out. You know what I'm saying? Just go do everything. 
and uh, we had never <laughs> tr- tried scissoring. We tried, and it was an epic fail. And I wish we had like video camera. Like, I wish we were taping it because the positioning was just so hard. Like, I'm it's really yoga. small. Yeah, and I'm not. She does yoga. I don't. So I'm really small, and she's a little thicker than me. And so we just couldn't cool. get the position sure. together. And we was just like, fuck sure. it, fuck it. Let's just go back to the regular stuff. Where, yeah. where were you? Were you on? Were you trying? Was this like a twister situation where you had like an arm, a uh, uh, two two feet? Like, what was your approach? Uh, please describe. We were sideways. Yeah, we Lying were sideways. Down sideways. Actually, we looked up some shit. Yeah, we looked up some shit on Google. So we had the picture reference right there. And there the laptop know. on the bed. Yeah, the, 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 the phone. And so I'm looking like, well, her leg's right there and yours is right there. We both have two legs just like they do. Why is this shit not working? And it just didn't. I guess all legs are not equal. It is yeah. interesting how how size of your partner can come in. Like it's easier. I think it's easier to 69 if, if both of you are like the same height, I've found. Mm-hmm. Right for reach yeah reach purposes yeah and my neck is kind of long so that helps i guess but (laughs) yeah i actually never i've never been into 69ing but i think that's because i've only dated men who were above six feet and i think it's just never worked out there's no way you and jacob could 69 no no it it just does not work out at all. Also, like, you have to keep in mind, like, he's this tall and then his penis is, like, you know, all the way across the room. So it's uh-huh. like, you, you guys have to do, like, major math to figure out the angles that you're, right. just, like, graph paper and a protractor on there. Yeah. A compass. Yeah. The Pythagorean theorem to good use because I still yeah. have not used it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gary, did you have gay sex this week? I didn't. And I I decided that I'm going to talk about the greatest night of my life, which was probably like two, maybe exactly two years ago. Today. Like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was two years ago today. I mean, like that night made me dye my hair blonde. Actually, I didn't dye it blonde. I just had so much fun. I became a blonde. So <laughs> that's what happens. Um, I'm so excited to hear my, this. Yeah, it was, hey, it was great. But one of my best friends from high school came to visit. He had just come out of the closet. Well, actually, in high school, he came out of the closet. But while we were making out and um, I was like... Wait, you were making... <laughs> I, sorry, timeline. I was you were making, making out, out with, with my your friend. gay friend. And in that moment, he told you that he was gay. Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. He did that to me. That's rude. Like, That's really like, fucking it, rude. <laughs> Yeah, are you it a good kisser? Real. That's the question. <laughs> he still tells me I am. So. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, a bummer. But he came to visit me, and I have like anytime my gay friends from high school come to visit me, you have to make all of these like queer party promises that like you will get them laid, you will go out and like get absolutely like plastered, like just the promise of like the perfect queer night. No one's um, ever done that for me. I'll do that for you. No, nah, it's okay. I did that for you. You, I took you to Cubbyhole and then the woods and then you picked up a girl on my podcast. That's true, but that was for entertainment purposes. Sure, which is what you have the most fun doing. That's true. So, it was a professional outing and I and a Scorpio and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So a perfect friend, but uh, also listeners, if you haven't listened to that, uh, go do that. But anyway, um, 
We leave the house. We find $60 on the ground. Just like three 20s. Picked it up and we're like, I guess we're going to take this. And so we picked it up and he was under 21. I had just turned 21. And so uh, we go and he has like the worst fake in the entire world. So I was like, okay, this isn't going to work, but we're going to try. And is a gay bar in Manhattan. It's so tiny. Yes. And also always has a line and always has a bouncer that if you have a fake, like there's no way you're getting it because any of the bars that are right by NYU are so good at detecting fakes. So we walk to Cubbyhole, there's no bouncer. And we're like, okay, so we're just gonna walk in. Uh, I'm like, okay, I'll just like buy the drinks. He didn't card me even though I was 21. And so people are dancing and there's this group of like kids who like look they could like they could be our age, but like a little bit younger. And they're just like standing there, no drinks. We go up and talk to them because my friend's like, oh, that that guy's really cute. And so I was like, okay, cool. So we go up and talk to them. I'm waiting for this to become the best night of your life. All I've heard is that you found three 20s on the ground. You went to a bad bingo game. No, no, no. You were not there yet. And you can, I don't care how you splice this up. I was just about to say, so so much of this is going to get cut. I don't care because this is a good story get to the kids they're like okay they're not kids but they're they look pretty young um but so we get to them and we're like why don't you guys have drinks and they're like well we're not 21 and we're like okay uh so we can buy you drinks just like venmo us and they were like that'd be great thank you go to the bounce go to the bartender the bartender looks at my friend he's like you're really cute free drinks all night so we're like okay okay. this is awesome okay so we buy them their drinks we lie to them. They don't know how much drinks cost. So we're like, you spend me $20. No, no. But like, yes. Yeah. You stole. <laughs> so you found money and then you stole money. But they only have it for a little bit. And then the bartender just started serving them. Oh my God. I hope <laughs> no one listens to this. It, oh, it's it too was late. Fine. Yeah, it's done. I don't know how. Statue of limitations. You're good. <laughs> but anyway. Always know the statute of limitations on any crime that you commit. That's, uh, that's right. Yeah. Perfect. So, okay, so we're all hanging out. We're dancing. My friend and this guy that he really liked, like, they're already making out. And I was like, awesome. I've completed all of the Dyke best friend, like, duties for the night. And then this girl walks in, and she has, like, a shaved head. She's wearing these, like, awesome coveralls. And I was like, that girl. I want to make out with that girl. Rita, what's she your comes type? In, she's, huh? I, what's your type? Because I can't think of anything that I would want to fuck less than a girl with a shaved head and awesome coveralls. <laughs> That sounds like I, the worst night of my life. Yeah, I like women with natural hair, so like an afro or something, like like Angela Davis looking, uh, but with the swag <laughs> of Jada Pinkett Smith. So she's like, oh my god, that is incredibly specific. <laughs> yes, you're well, like I have been. You know I have thought about this before. I have <laughs> given this a lot of thought. I was trying to figure it out, and my my woman is sitting there looking at me like I do not look like Angela Davis, bitch. That's how she's looking at me right now. <laughs> Sorry, sweetie. <laughs> okay. I said woke. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, everyone is uh, coming for me right now, so I I'm sorry. My type is apparently uh, someone who's good with their hands. I guess is carpenter. Like my carpenter. Type. Sure, a carpenter. A you know okay. a trade. Tradesman. A tradesman. <laughs> but 
<laughs> I don't know. What year I mean, is it? If it looks like you can fix a car, I will fuck you, okay, is what I'm okay. trying to All say. Right. Oh, across good. the board. Yeah. As a as a pansexual person, I'm I'm not very picky. But I okay, so So we're moving from blue collar worker into uh activist is sort of the the trend line of types <laughs> sure, that we've observed sure. in this. Got it. Anyway, keep going. Sure. So she walks in. I'm like, okay, love the love of my life. <laughs> I want to make out with this girl. <laughs> and so uh, we make out. It's great. I like go outside. This like person rolls me a cigarette. I'm smoking a cigarette. Go back inside. And this guy walks in and he gropes me. <gasps> and I was like, oh my God. And I was like, no, no, no. I was and like, then you can't the do girl that. pulled out a hammer because she had one on her. <laughs> And she built a house around me. (laughs) (laughs) Because no violence ever. (laughs) So I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened. The bartender is like, get the fuck out of my bar. Like, he's like screaming at this guy. And we're like the only ones in there. So we're all screaming at him. We're like, get the fuck out. Like, go away. And he's like, free drinks all night. The guy's like kicked out, closes the door. It's like 2 a.m. And we're like, ah. And so okay, this we're is like, like a pretty drinking. fun. This is like a pretty fun night. Yes, I made like two hundred dollars. So <laughs> I. So you, a good you night, stole from these children. They didn't actually give us that much money, but they wouldn't have had alcohol if it weren't. That's right. For us, you're a hero. So. You're a hero. <laughs> this is Thank what we you. call a. Uh, uh, Owning the narrative, or what? What, what about what <laughs> phrase am I looking for? Redefining, redefining the narrative here. But anyway, mm-hmm. also I want to make sure they were eighteen. They were. I was twenty-one. They, I was like they three gonna, years They were going to get them. drunk no matter what. We we know. Right, we know. and it was a fun, a fun, safe night. <laughs> and so we, uh, everything's dying down. Me and this girl, like you know, it's just like she's like, I have to go back to Massachusetts tomorrow, and I was like. It's really sad. And like, you know, like we like kissed and I was like, I'll see you. And she was like, I'll see you. And then like (laughs) my gay friend is like making out with this guy and he's like, I think I'm going to go to his place. (laughs) And I was like, uh, Loden, you have a flight to catch at like 8 a.m. Tara, didn't you send me a picture of this girl? Maybe. Is her name? (laughs) Yeah, I can bleep that. She was really beautiful, though. Not my she type, but beautiful. she was very beautiful. Thank why you. didn't you? I'm really glad that you. Why didn't you sleep with her? This was like at the beginning of my open relationship, ah, and ah. I wasn't really sleeping with anyone. And also, sometimes some nights you just want to have like a really fun night where you just like make out with someone and you never see them again. Wholesome. That's it. That's a fun story. This is a fun gay story. It's a lot in it. Yeah. Me too shit. That's <laughs> what you got. Me too what, you shit. Got, you got groped, Kara. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I thought you guys are still Gara, focusing. We can't tell Gara the story. Gets groped. <laughs> Gara Gets Groped is the uh, name of the children's book that I write about the Me Too movement. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so we, we covered a lot of ground. Uh, anything that you want to add that you feel like needs to be said? About six? No. <laughs> Not really, you know, just just have it. I think it is a stress reliever. So have it if you can and don't don't feel judged by anybody, you know, be safe, but do have it. I feel better. Uh, when I Are do you it. running for sex president of the United States? That was, you know, 
clit stuff. That's my platform. <laughs> all clits and matter. If you're, if, if all clits matter. And if you're going to do clit stuff, you need a platform really to kind exactly. of put things on. Um, That's you know, right. To, but no, to be- I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed learning about your mound and uh, Thank learning. Thank you so much. I wish more uh, people, I don't get that feedback enough that people have enjoyed learning about my mound. None of the listeners right. have reached out about my mound. So yeah, um, tripping. I've learned a lot of vocabulary here today. Tripping. Me too. Um, <laughs> this is, yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff on the, the sex diaspora. So yeah, um, I appreciate it. There was another wink there. I think that was referring back to me uh, using the word maybe incorrectly the first time. But um, thank you, Rita. Is there anything that you're working on? I know none of us are really working on anything, but is there anything that you're working on that we can direct our uh, listeners to? Yeah, just follow my social media. I do a lot of satirical prayers, and those are the things that get me booked ultimately. So follow me at Rita Brick Comedy on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And I have a special out right now called Sip on This Tea. That's the one I came out in. And uh, I sing in it. It's on Vimeo. It's also on Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify, all that. So please get it. Actually, Rita, that's such a great point because Mm -hmm. I don't think people realize how much social media following helps us. It is literally worth more than 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 money in some ways. So every time a video goes viral, I get booked. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's that. But if you want to book me, Rita Break Comedy at Gmail dot com. So oh, but I did want to mention I have a, a Patreon page with my fiance. It's called the Rita and Frida Show. And so if folks want to subscribe, they can for as low as five dollars. We have a bunch of different rewards. Is there scissoring? There. But we talk we, we we may talk about it. I mean, that's not one of the tiers. You, you don't get to scissor, <laughs> scissor us. That's that's <laughs> we, more we'll of talk a, about it. That's more of an OnlyFans <laughs> type of situation, I think. Absolutely absolutely so wait say it again your patreon what is the name of your patreon it's called the rita and frida show and so we do a podcast together and uh, we do a private zoom chat with our patrons so it's it's really fun um that's awesome we love patreon patreon's a great uh great platform and i encourage everybody not just to do our patreon but to do rita's and a lot of other artists because it is a very hard time for artists right now Um, that's right we we are very broke yeah <laughs> okay rita we are gonna record something else right now you are f- okay free to go yeah, and i think you have time all right cool see ya all right thanks bye bye um okie dokie let me just uh stop recording here and we're gonna do a couple quick shout outs if you do donate to the patreon you get a shout out on an episode and so this episode was quite literally brought to you by uh, at Amber Hoy on Instagram and also uh, Maggie Ward. That's not how you say that. Maggie Ward four and uh, Colton underscore sellers. They're all on Instagram. And then, oh, there's no way I'm going to say this right. On TikTok, we have M Verstreet. Oh, boy. I'm just going to have to spell this one M V E R S T A. R-A-E-T-E-32. That's on TikTok. And then one more on Instagram. We have victoros.soulfronk. <laughs> this is the this is disrespectful the way I'm doing this, but I respect these people so much for helping me fund this podcast. So uh, thanks, guys. 
And uh, there's bonus content on the Patreon as well as full videos of all of our episodes. So and don't forget that this month all of the funds are going to uh, different organizations as chosen by our guests. So thanks again.